Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, October 19th. New data from Statistics Canada shows a continued divestment of foreign securities by Canadian investors. Canadians reduced their holdings of foreign securities by $1.4 billion in August, mostly selling U.S. corporate bonds, moderated by purchases of $2 billion in non-U.S. foreign bonds. This follows a $4.3 billion investment in foreign securities in July. However, in equities, the pullback is clearer, with divestment of $2.3 billion worth, marking a seven-month run of reducing exposure to foreign equities. This included $1.4 billion of U.S. shares sold, mostly investment fund shares tracking broad stock market indices, reflecting a downturn in U.S. share prices. There's been a year-to-date reduction in Canadians' holdings of foreign shares of $57.6 billion, a sharp turnaround from the $71.2 billion investment seen in the same period of 2021. Meanwhile, non-resident investors remained in favour of Canadian securities in August. Bonds led the shopping list, with investors buying $20.1 billion, mostly new US dollar and euro-denominated bonds issued by Canadian chartered banks. Canadian federal bonds and their enterprises were also in demand, mostly those maturing in three years or less. Foreign investors sold just $15 million in Canadian equities in August, easing back from more than a $16 billion divestment of these assets over four consecutive months. Manufacturing and energy stocks made up a large share of the share sales, while banks and trade and transportation stocks were bought. Overall, non-residents added $22 billion of Canadian securities to their portfolios in August. With recession fears and inflation burning at a level not seen in 30 years, new research from the Montreal Economic Institute offers a glimpse into how taxes could be aggravating cost-of-living issues for Canadian families. More than 7 in 10 Canadians believe the individual tax burden is too high, compared to 1 in 5 who believe it's at an acceptable level. That's according to an Ipsos poll conducted on behalf of the MEI. The poll found that 42% of families believe that businesses pay too little in taxes, Four out of ten Canadians think that raising taxes on the rich and very rich would be beneficial. When asked how much they believe a person should earn annually to be considered rich, 40% of respondents said it should be more than $250,000, 23% said more than $500,000, and 14% think it should be more than a million dollars. A quarter of Canadians think the very rich invest in businesses and generate jobs, compared to more than half who think they use their money to purchase luxury products and services. While it might not sit comfortably with investors who have or are building an ethical portfolio, defence stocks are gaining interest according to a new study. With the war in Ukraine prompting governments to provide defences for the country worth billions of dollars, Russia's invasion has meant countries increasing budgets for their own defence. With greater investment in the defence sector from governments, stocks in this sector are benefiting and research from Australia's Deakin Business School shows a shift in attitude among investors. Associate Professor Harminder Singh, a finance researcher, found a growing international appetite for defence sector stocks reversing a trend to reduce these investments. There was a time when the investment community tried to avoid stocks in defence companies due to ESG concerns, the professor explained. But the Russia-Ukraine war has meant many countries are moving to invest in their sovereign defence capabilities. Countries want to be able to defend themselves in case there are wider ramifications from the conflict, he added. Singh highlights how the war in Ukraine means a changing perception of the sector. Among with defence, the energy sector is also seeing a new wave of investors who have previously avoided it due to ESG concerns. Professor Singh points out that the gap in the market left by sanctions on Russia is accelerating investment in countries' own alternative energy projects. He expects the current interest in defence and energy to endure in the medium term. 
Wealth Professional Canada's 10th annual Top 50 Advisors ranking is still open for entries and nominations. As the deadline on October 28th approaches, time is running out for advisors to get involved. Nominations for this prestigious ranking can be made via an online form. The link is in the show notes and on our website. The Top 50 Advisors, proudly supported by Canadian Association of Alternative Strategies and Assets, will be announced in January 2023 on Wealth Professional Canada's website. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus FP Canada and IQPF to explore tech's impact on financial planning, how to tweak ETF portfolios to be more defensive, and paying back CBA loans unlocks much-needed capital for small businesses. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.